Hey, did you see Liberty Health Sciences just reopened in Dania Beach? Yeah, isn't that spot close to you? Yep, super convenient. And you get 50% off of your first three visits. That's awesome. Sounds like I'm going to be going to Liberty Health Sciences. Yes, and you know what else? Liberty's customer service, unrivaled. And they have over 50 locations throughout Florida to serve our listeners from all over the state, which is great. They now have the Later Days line of flour. Time to say peace out to overpriced eights. Liberty Health Sciences is going back to the good old days of whole flour eights for only $20 all day, every day, all year. This isn't discount flour or unpopular strains either. These are the OG strains that you know and love, like Gorilla Glue, Runts, and Banana OG. So let's look forward to quality flour and say later days to high prices, exclusively at Liberty Health Sciences. to our show we are the pot smoking moms i'm sunny d i'm captain j and we're, we're, so, the, pot smoking we're the pot smoking moms that's right twice <laughs> we're happy you made it we're happy we made it because if there wasn't us it wouldn't be a show uh if you happen to like us and you think we're sm- swell want to smash that subscribe button you want to smash that like button you want to rate review leave a comment oh my god don't (laughs) uh but yeah please uh show us some love we love the love we reciprocate the love our website potsmokingmoms.com it's easy it's sexy (laughs) go there and connect with us on all these social platforms and speaking of sexy, let's get our lungs filled with this let's sexy get our smoke. Lungs sexy. Yeah, if you have something to smoke, we invite you to go grab it at this time so we could spark it up together. Enjoy. Yes, yes, yes. Our smoke sash. We're trying we, something new. We're trying today. something new today. We're trying some buds. We had somebody hit us up. Our friend over at Miami High Life. Miami High Life. I actually I smell, I said follow my nose. I smelled some of the options. These mugs are and huge. I went with and purple and I, colorful. I went with the motor cake. I went with Tropicana cherries. Tropicana cherries. Oh my god, it smells fantastic. Let's 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 see what I it smell smells like. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. Huh. Tastes great. Very nice. I like it. I like the aftertaste. (coughs) 
Very, Ooh. very nice. Thank you to our Hialeah peeps over at Miami High Life. Thank we you so much. Enjoy it very much. Very good. Oh, my gosh. So we have a great show for you guys this week. But before we get into that, the first thing we want to do is thank our patrons. Um, we will be starting to air our show on YouTube, right? Yeah. So as a patron, one of your perks is you get the show uh, before we air it. But we have been working on our show visually uh and our patrons have been kind of seeing the process of how we've uh done our show visual visually we've changed things we've adjusted things we were uh releasing the shows after our season so we're getting ready to start releasing our shows on the day of through our youtube so that you can watch it as well yes so please make sure you're following us on youtube yeah go over to youtube we actually just hit 420 subscribers <laughs> over on youtube we love to see you there we're trying to build that page there you go <laughs> there you go we're trying to build our youtubes uh so eventually we can host more diverse videos for your entertainment pleasure Mm -hmm. and then hopefully we get more patrons and more people you know listening even if we just have more ears that helps us having more plays we're able to get you know more sponsors and things like that so that we can make more content i want to quit my job and do this full time and i and do cannot wait more content till both my children are in school and i can have some just free time in general but really free time to satisfy all of you guys and stuff so please go over to our YouTube page and smash that subscribe button, <laughs> smash the like, and baby, baby. Uh, hey, if you can't contribute to becoming a patron, it's okay. That's cool. Any kind of support we appreciate. We appreciate your comments on our social media posts. You know, we uh, if you rate or review our show on um the podcast platforms. Please let us know. We'd love to hook you up with some stickers. Yeah. And something we have coming up now on our live uh, YouTube stream, and we're going to do it on Twitch and Facebook, is our live Christmas special, December 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss it. Ho, ho, ho. We're really excited about this. We're planning a great show. We're going to have celebrity guests. Games and prizes. And, and you. you, you can participate. You can participate in the games on uh, the chat. See, we got fun little uh, visual effects such as these. Look at that. How can you take a picture? <laughs> uh, but yeah, please. We're going to do the live stream on Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube. So please Come make sure you're us. linked up with us there. December 21st, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. So that's what, 5 p.m. Mm. for our West Coast people. Yeah, a little early for you guys, but you guys will be prime time. Ready to do it. Yeah. You won't be slow. It's just that like we're moms and like, you know, after 9 p.m. is also kind of late for us. A lot know, of us yeah. are going to bed at night. Yeah, listen. <laughs> at nine o'clock i'm getting snuggled in i'm i'm eating my edible and we're watching some, something to fall asleep yeah to. some martha bakes or some cook's country kitchen 
I feel like I don't know. And I've been getting into um how the have you seen the Great British Baking Show? No, I mean I've never watched it, but I've seen it. You know there. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a new one. It's the Great American Baking Show, and they've got a lot of celebrities here um to do it. And it's so cute. I was watching it the other day. Um, Janet, the girl who plays Janet from The Good Places in it. Oh, Darcy okay. Carden. I love her. Um, Chloe Feynman she from was also SNL. In a of their own. Yes. I love her, and she's in this Which show. Which you need to watch in the Great American Big Show. Eliza Co- uh, Eliza Koshi. Have you ever heard of her? I don't know actors. She's the the newest host of Double Dare. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's she's very fun. She's a social media personality, but she's like she's a YouTube person. She's great. So it was it's really good. It's uh it's on the Roku network. I used to watch a lot of cooking shows and I have not done that in a long time. Oh, I love them. I love them. I the feel only like cooking stuff I watch now are like small clips on TikTok. On TikTok. Stuff. I won't watch like a show. I love watching the weird shit people throw together on TikTok. It makes oh, me some it, weird ass shit. Oh, my God. There's the weirdest. And listen, the lives are no, no, fucking no. insane. This look. You saw the one I sent you the other day. Which one? The, the one of those. It was a live that I sent you, and I was like, "This is." It was two guys two doing twins one of those, or something. No, no, um, like you know how you could be with somebody else on live, like you're two uh-huh, different double, accounts, right? Like that. And they both have a mannequin girlfriend. Oh my god! Yes, and a a, a baby doll. The baby dolls. I was like, and they're the like pretending dolls. they're a family or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, this shit is weird. And I see a lot of the ladies with the the babies as well the baby with dolls. the real looking babies yeah the, the real looking babies okay, that are dolls. have you seen the ones where it's like a family and they look like they're in a bunker oh and they're foreign and they're like in from the middle country. east or somewhere yeah or and something. they're like the guys like this spray like and the kids are like yeah he there it's always i mean there's different a couple of different ones there was another one the other day it was like again it, it looked like a bunker or a shelter or some some sort and it was a bunch of dog beds with all. Oh, yeah. I've seen the doggies, all the little dog beds. And I'm like, oh, I want to give. But then I'm like, oh, my God, how are all these dogs perfectly just in their bed? They're all just sleeping sleeping in their bed. They're probably all scared or something. Not like if if they're in a bomb shelter, maybe there's like bombs going off outside. I don't know. It, it, no, maybe they'd be barking. And then uh, there's this other lady. I don't know. I always scroll past them. I see them, but I sometimes I just I get a little scared and I'm like, I, I hit the I go swiping. There's this one lady who she pretends or something that she's like crazy and she's it's just her destroying her kitchen. Have you seen this no. lady? She starts acting like she is batshit crazy. So she'll be like, eh, 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 and oh, she'll my start God. Like, and no, she'll don't. and she'll throw the flower in the air. And she'll like look around like she's I don't know, like she's like I've seen one where it's a lady just sitting in the shower and she's just pouring water on herself. Yeah, she's fully clothed. Yes. Sitting in a chair in the shower with the shower head and just like spraying water all over. It gets so insane. And sometimes it's like, like, why is it it showing me me these weird lies? Why is it showing it to me? Well, because I always scroll past them. I don't go into them. I'm like, what is but it's because a bunch of people are watching them. But why is it showing it to me? If I scroll past it, that's not the lives I want. I don't know. I know. It's, it gets really creepy sometimes on TikTok. It is. It's really it's weird. It's so strange. <laughs> we got way off topic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
Uh, we are doing our cannabis Christmas advent calendar. Oh, did, is it even here? Yes, it's right here. Oh, I have, have it, it right oh here. Like, yeah, I was supposed to be behind this. Okay. So <laughs> today is day. What is today? Oh, I, shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 14. Day 14. Day 14. Today's day 14. We are. Okay. Because it's every Wednesday. This it's is Wednesday. Wednesday's day. Okay, I'm gonna go off of you. Day fourteen. Last time was day seven. Okay. Now it's day fourteen. Okay, good. Seven good days math later, trick. you got it right. So, <laughs> thank you, Uncle Jesse. So, uh, we did pick our winner. All right, and you guys are waiting for this. I'm gonna add a little drum roll in post production. Here we go. Oh, who's the winner? Lost in All right, Lost in Tribe. Congratulations. Let's see what you. Let's see what she's let's open it up. I want to see, see what, what you got. I want to see what you got. Oh, this is so exciting for us. Every time we get to open gifts, see what's in them. We got some Green Baker CBD sugar. Oh, CBD infused sugar, a little, 119 milligrams. A little CBD infused sugar from the Green Baker. Also Green Baker, THC infused agave with Blue Girl Scout cookies. Oh, cool. So you could put that in anything. Oh you could God, make anything so and add a little bit of love into it. And two lollipops. Two ginger orange Baker. 10 milligram lollipops, which they look from really good. I grow, from our girl Angie. The Green Baker. If you don't know her, you should know her. She's been on our show. She catered our infused dinner party. She's one of our great friends. Make sure that you check her out. She has great products and we love her. Yeah, man. That, our, I mean, that infused dinner was the fucking bomb. Yes. So if you ever need an infused, if you're in South Florida and you need a good infused dinner party, if you just want to check out her menu to see what she has, ooh, almost let the lollipops out. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you better. I was about to say. You I'm about to take that there. loss and yeah. drive. <laughs> I was about to be like, hey, can. Uh, well, I congratulations, loss and drive. I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Enjoy your goodies. Oh, show. For show, show. And if you want to win, if you want a chance to win, check out our Instagram page. Make sure you tag yourself in the comments of our videos so that you have a chance to win as well. Or you could just become a patron and they automatically win. Oh, yeah, man. Our become patrons a patron. are all getting one. They're all getting stuff off of our advent calendar. Automatically. They're one of the days. They don't know what day. So they, you know, tune, every, tune in every day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what's up? you? So you finished the Casey Anthony documentary because oh our, 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 listen, I started watching that. I don't know. I didn't want to watch it at first because I, I, I didn't want to put any money in her pocket because I've always thought guilty, guilty, guilty. Yeah. I've seen several documentaries on all the evidence. There's evidence that they didn't even, that they had come later, even after the trial, that they didn't even have like the whole foolproof, the foolproof suffocation thing that they found on the, the computer. <clears throat> The like on the search engine or whatever mm -hmm. that they found that on the computer that was found after the trial was done and she was already acquitted because the freaking uh forensic teams bro this is how bad it was that they weren't well versed in internet back then they only searched this the search history in one of the internet browsers i think it was internet explorer they didn't check 
any of the other browsers and she used Firefox mm -hmm. normally. And mm -hmm. that's where the search was. So they found that like later when they were like continuing. And what was it that they, she searched? Full foolproof suffocation. They addressed it in the they addressed it in the she's like, I didn't search that. That could have been my dad. And they're like, but he was at work at 3 p.m. And that was done at 2.52. It was like he was should have been already on his way, you know, uh -huh. and he did punch in at three that she's like, if he was at work, they're like, no, you don't have his like cell phone ping to know for sure where he was. They're like, no, but you, you know, they didn't say it on the documentary, uh -huh. but this, <laughs> well, the, yeah, the they have his clock and they have his like that he was there at work at 3 p.m. that day. And this documentary is like the last one. So we're talking about the last one. I didn't even know there was a bunch of other documentaries. Oh, because I love true crime. I watch all sorts of true crime docs. Yeah, I I've seen two other documentaries on this before this one came out. This is the first time she's ever spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because imagine everybody's already has a fully formed idea of the monster that she is or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I, I think I, it was an accident. I I don't know for certain. I do. I did start feeling kind of bad for her. I mean, I I feel like I felt a little bit bad for her going into it just because of the amount of hate that people have towards her and how like mean people are against her and like people are just so I I it's I get again that we lost a child and I understand that, but like. She, I don't know. I honestly feel like she's sad because she did lose her kid and there's yeah. a lot that happened. That's there. not a question. Her loving the kid, I don't think was a question. I personally think she accidentally did it. Like she accidentally killed her daughter by giving her something to go to sleep so that, you know, she could go out or just so that she's asleep at, because she said that she would take her to all the parties she went to or if she didn't leave her with her her parents. So um, she would end up just pretending that she took her to the nanny and take her to the stuff with her. So like, it's easier to just give her something to go to sleep so she can not be in the way. And maybe she had done it before with no problems. Um, and then that time she didn't wake up. That's what I always thought. So before. they found, did they find that in her system? Like she had been she giving drugs or something? She was completely decomposed. They could not find the cause of death at all. Oh. Because it was like she was her body was over six and the location of the body. I'm sorry. I don't think a cop ex cop would be that dumb to dump it right there. It was like literally a, like within a couple of miles of their house, like in a little like, oh, okay. you know, it wasn't even buried. It was yeah. just dumped there. Oh. And I don't know how they did not find that body before unless it was left there later because it was maybe in the trunk of the car for a long time. Oh, okay. And that's they the only reason they were able to rule it a murder is because where her body was and because there was like duct tape found like around her like uh -huh. on her head or whatever yeah so and she was like in a her blanket and yeah i th th that's that's where i stopped watching they started getting really heavy with the details of how they found the body and stuff and i was just like uh i need to turn this off and watch martha bakes before <laughs> i go to bed because there's got to no, be a buffer. I, I could over. watch murder up in spite too. I fall. No, I fall asleep. To I like to. Uh, <laughs> I like to sugar sweeten it up a little bit before bed. Sometimes, like I. I mean, obviously, like I can't watch this while my kids are around, so no. we're all watching this late at night. Yeah. But um, I just got. Oh my god, it's awful to have to hear. I do you know. believe her dad 
was skeevy and abused her. I, I believe that's possible. I believe all of that. This seems, yeah. you know, it's terrible. It's I, awful. Yeah, she definitely. That's, but and hearing that is hard, too. That's really rough. Where I failed to believe her is that she said she believed her daughter was alive that whole time and that her dad just had her and she just had to do whatever her dad said in order to see her again when she just previously before that happened said she would never leave her dad her daughter with her dad alone and why would the mom be calling asking where her daughter you know like she says lie to your mom like you know he's she's saying that her dad told her to lie to everybody it, it doesn't add up like why would you leave her alone for 31 days with the guy that you thought was abusing her and you i feel like she <clears throat> okay even though her dad was abusing her i feel like since she's, she is he supposed stopped. to be at like 12 years old she said yeah but i mean i'm just saying like it right, was from 8 to 12. so That's so terrible i i i don't even like but but still manipulative for sure like this is a father figure that you're supposed to love and trust and like he's doing this stuff to you but also like it's mixed messages like that's why i i think it's totally plausible that he could be playing with her and her and 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 her going out and partying was her doing something to distract herself yeah because she that, didn't want to come grieving. to terms. She was grieving. I do agree there are all different types of grieving. And not everybody's grieving looks the same. I agree with that. And I think she was trying to escape it. She was pretending everything was okay. She didn't want to believe she didn't accept her it. daughter was dead. Right. And so it was easier to just pretend uh, yeah. everything just, was fine. And just think, oh, he's got it, right? He said he's but got it. But the whole it. bullshit but that I... the Bella Vida tattoo was a fuck you to her parents. I'm I don't know, bro. Yeah. Go back and look at evidence that they did not show on that documentary. Things that she said, you know, and the way she acted, it did not sound like a very concerned mom. She knew already what really happened know. to her daughter. And, but, and the whole idea that she's a pathological liar because she's had to cover up like her dad and all this shit that this crappy family or whatever of hers. Yeah. You lie about your life to in order to survive right when you're when you're a you know a victim of abuse yeah so you're telling yourself every day that it's better than it is yeah, i i i was really close to believing her but then i i was like but there's a lot of things they didn't touch on and then they didn't address and i mean you could only yeah but she's also i think this is her trying to clear her name and trying to be like Man, she this girl cannot go out anywhere without people making a big I saw a TikTok thing. video of her right at on a stage at a yeah. concert. Yeah, but she like she goes out, she has her friends, her circle of people that support her. It's been a long time. Not everybody's gonna recognize her anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's I just been, feel like she's gonna be heavily persecuted for a very long time. And ah, I would have changed my name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think she was just a young kid that made a mistake and was trying to lie her way out of it. That's what I think. And I don't think she meant to kill that little girl and she loved her. Yeah. <sighs> Sitting in this school pickup line has me feeling hangry. Here, take a hit of this delicious chronic. Jay, not here. I mean, bye. Take a bite. Mmm. This sub is fire. I'm going to have to confiscate this contraband. <laughs> this, this podcast is sponsored by Chiba Hut. 
Chiba Hut's toasted subs have been curing munchies since 1998. This cannabis-themed sub shop brings all the high fives and good vibes, combining homegrown food, real people, and a relaxed environment. Chiba Hut is the perfect gift for the holidays. Catering for all your parties this month is so easy with their fat sacks and hot boxes. So puff, puff, pass that Chiba love this holiday season. Visit ChibaHut.com to find your nearest sub shop. But let's move on. This is gonna. This could be a whole fucking. Episode. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the other lady who's dissected everything. Like, but oh if God. you want something light and good to watch, but it's also murder. <laughs> White Lotus. It's good. Wait, how many seasons is it? Okay, this is the second season, but every season is different. The first different cast in the first season. Oh, than there is gotcha. in the second season. I like that. There was only one continual character from the first season to the second season, and that's Jennifer Coolidge. And technically, and everybody two characters loves her. She meets a guy in the first season, and, and in the second season, she's married to him. Um, yes, she's awesome. I love her. Yeah, I you should check too. out that show. It's it's good. It's like a murder mystery. Who did it? Who's dead? You don't know who's dead, and you don't know who did it. Right. All you know is at the beginning of the season, there's somebody that's dead. Uh huh. That the first season was one, but this season it's multiple because they're like, how many people are there? Like, you know, yeah. at the beginning you're like, oh shit. How many murders were there? So now there's like anywhere between two to who knows. And like all the characters are really quirky. Oh, and Aubrey Plaza's in it too, oh, right? I love her. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to watch it. I, I, I love, love those Plaza. actors. I love uh, Jennifer Coolidge as well. I will Great watch writing, great acting, great cast. And I'm just going to have to watch Wednesday because everybody's talking I about it. I loved Wednesday. Shit's everywhere. That was like, you know, fun and whimsical, dark. You know, whimsical. Yeah. yeah. Is it Tim Burton did that one? Tim Burton did it, yeah. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll watch that. Come back. I just, I was just kind of like a little bit underwhelmed by uh, her dad, uh, Gomez. What's his face? Like, I like that guy. I, I honestly am not. I do like him. And, but they, I don't and think... he matches the comic book version of the oh, Adams okay. family. So before there was the original show back in, what was it, the 60s? or I don't know. Right. Uh, there was a comic. That's that's what the show was based off of. Okay. The drawn version of him does kind of match him a little more. Okay. Than the I'm Gomez like, in the movies uh, in the nineties. Yeah, because I'm like the Gomez is handsome and he matches his wife. I know. I'm like, God, he looks like a troll and he has a hot wife. I'm like, great. We're continuing this Hollywood trope of like <laughs> ugly guy with hot woman, but. Ugly girl can never get with hot guy because God forbid that that happens. You know, that's just like I was super turned off when I saw that. I was like, I like him, but really he's fucking Gomez. But like a couple of people have brought up the point that the previous character was a uh, troll yeah, looking was and short then... and like, yeah, looks more like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think Catherine Zeta Jones is OK as as a. Uh... Yeah, there yet. you go. Oh. See. Oh, oh my wait, God, this is great. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Yeah, uh, Jeff, Dr. Thank Uncle, you, Jesse. Uncle Jesse. And actually, I do remember that cartoon. You see? I do remember it that matches. cartoon. And uh, what is it? Jen, Sen, something Ortega? I don't remember the actress's yeah. name. I'm horrible. The, ma- the one that plays Ortega. Wednesday. Yeah. She's she's great. She's, yeah. she's so good in it. And okay. they, they even made me like tear up and cry a little bit in one episode. Oh, a yeah. Few time. I'm like, it's good. I enjoyed it. All I enjoyed right. It. I'm kind of like, oh, it, oh, it surpassed Stranger Things. It's kind of annoyed me because I fucking love Stranger Things. It, Stranger Things 4, like how much, how many hours it was streamed within a week or uh-huh. within the first 
number of days that it was released. Okay. It surpassed that. Like, but, stra- I, but I don't know. Uh, Stranger Things was like in the top one for like I weeks mean, and shit. weeks and weeks. Like it was like people may not have watched it when it first came out, but a lot of people kept watching it. And some people were watching it over and over again. Like I definitely feel like Stranger Things was probably continually further along than Wednesday was being watched over and over again. <laughs> So I, I just wanted to say company holiday parties. Like, what is your oh, opinion is that on that? I have that this weekend. Co- I have, have to yours. Go. I know. And they're like, it's a nice, I don't want to go. Um, okay. I feel like I'm working, you know, even yeah. though it's a good time. It's yeah. nice. Oh, the last company that I worked for got rid of it. And I had never gone to one because they were like, it was the first thing they cut like years ago. And they never reinstated it because probably because of that, because it's like, honestly, Cut the party and give me a better bonus. Like uh, they spend a lot of money on that shit. Right. Because do they do like prizes and raffles and shit like that? Yeah. It's always a very nice place. We have dinner. They have prizes and raffles. You can bring a plus one. You get to hang out with all the people you don't want to hang out with on your free time. There's an open bar for a certain amount of time. You know, so it's a lot. I remember the one time they did the 1920s or flapper one yes we had That's one cute. year that it was like when it was going to be going ni- 2019 to 2020 in 2019 yeah December, before the pandemic it was a <laughs> roaring 20s um theme roaring 20s theme holiday, holiday party party so everybody came dressed all in their great scats piece yeah it was nice <laughs> and they had this girl like and a, like swinging from a swing giving out champagne and they oh. had like all these things and it was really nice it was nice but you're but like, but I'm, give me the money, bro. Show me the money. I don't want to drink it. I don't want everybody to like, just, but they do that. I can't complain. They do give us raises and bonuses, but like I could get even more bonus. I know. Right. <laughs> you're like, let's cut the shit here. Nobody wants to hang out with each other outside of work or we would have been doing it already. <laughs> just give us the money and call it a day already. But what I am looking Save forward yourself to the trouble is our gift exchange. Well, the pot smoking mom. Yeah, gift we're exchange. doing a pot smoking mom gift exchange with our patrons. Yeah, that's fun. That's coming up soon. That's I, I, I have to kind of say, I think I received mine already and I've opened it. <gasps> you opened it? I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. Okay, that's why I, didn't know I, what it was that's why I ordered the things and I didn't have it sent directly to them. I, I'm going to put them all together in a bag and then mail it to them. Okay, all right. Because I was like, I was like, if yeah. I just have it mailed straight to her, I was like, oh, she would open the I'm box like, and it's this? not wrapped and it's not, you know, yeah. And then some I was things like, don't oh, offer wrapping. And then I kind of go, oh, I, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> so you saw your present I already. Did. <laughs> did. did you see who it was from? That's the thing. I was looking for who it was from and it didn't say. Oh, so, so you'll find like, out the, at the gift exchange who yes. gave it to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> With our little Santa hats on. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. We're getting Those into cute, the though, little purple ones little purple and then my um, husband's 40th birthday is coming up and i was thinking about telling the friends that are coming to that to just bring something for like a white elephant exchange since we're all going to be together and it's right before christmas and there's no time to do an actual highly a house gift exchange yeah i went through my elfster bro i was doing that shit since 2008 on elfster yeah you've been doing that for a while you're very uh you're the host like you do the party i like stuff. to bring my friends together i like to have excuses to bring my friends together yeah, because I don't get to see them that often. So it's like, even though we did that young when we got to see each other all the fucking time, 
now they mean even more to me because we don't see each other all the fucking time so it's like here are the opportunities for us to finally get together like after the whole year at least towards the end of the year we have halloween friendsgiving and our gift exchange so nice i i don't have any company parties my company parties is a hat oh uh, it was our gift exchange uh, yeah pretty much that and then yesterday uh, a cool one see that's why a... i don't want to work anymore <laughs> i know <laughs> just do our company right psm headquarters I like all right we have so many dreams for the future uh you guys help us out you know um but yeah i don't have a company party my my kid threw a birthday party for her uh for her what do you call that like the little her little teddy bear guy she sleeps with her little dude a teddy bear yeah it's a bunny (laughs) it's a bunny called honey bunny honey (laughs) and uh, yesterday was impromptu birthday for honey so that's the company party i went to But uh, I'm glad I don't got to do that shit. So good luck to yeah. all you out there having to go to company parties this couple of weekends. <sighs> yeah, good luck, guys. Uh, but while you're lamenting having to go to your company uh, holiday party, uh, we bring you this next segment. totally caught uncle jesse off guard on that one sorry probably shuffling around a little bit to get you guys that intro but we appreciate you buddy news nugs where we get high and read the the news news to you you. and we had some good news today that we're actually it's fully loaded yeah we have a lot i gotta say we uh posted about Brittany griner today and the internet went wild as expected so Britney Griner released from Russian prison in exchange for arms dealer. WNBA star Britney Griner, after being locked up for months in Russia for a small amount of cannabis, was released Thursday in a one-for-one prisoner swap for international arms dealer Victor Bout. Griner, who plays for the Phoenix Mercury, was arrested at a Russian airport on February 17th and later, later pleaded guilty to charges of possession of cannabis cartridges in her luggage one week before Russia invaded Ukraine. She ultimately faced nine years 0.7 grams of weed um bought two cartridges for personal use which contained very little weed russian news agency tass stated griner was for sure not very little yeah (laughs) griner transferred to a russian penal colony last month Greiner's case is a flashpoint for debate, given the thousands of other Americans in prison in the U.S. and beyond on the cannabis-related charges. Five months of diplomacy and deceitful messages from Russian officials finally came to an end. She's safe. (laughs) She's safe. (laughs) She's on a plane. She's on her way home. Biden said at the White House (laughs) to Greiner's wife, thinking she was Griner. <laughs> Griner's wife, Sherelle, Vice President Kamala Harris, finally showed up for a picture opportunity and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. The Russian Foreign Ministry said in a statement released by Russian news agency that the swap took place in Abu Dhabi and that bout has been flown home. Last week, a top Russian official said that a deal was underway, as did Biden. Sergei Rybakov, Russia's deputy foreign minister, said on November 18th that there was new activity surrounding a a potential prisoner swap. But people remain generally skeptical amid the unprovoked 
invasion of Ukraine, tensions remain high. The outcome, however, feels bittersweet for people with family members locked up on cannabis-related chargers. Griner's release comes at a price. Uh, Griner's release comes at a price. <laughs> In order to secure Griner's release, Biden ordered Bout, known as the Merchant of Death, yeah. to be freed and returned to Russia as stipulation. Biden signed a, com a commutation order freeing Bout from his 25-year federal prison sentence. Bout is a former Soviet Army lieutenant colonel who was described by the U.S. Department of Justice as one of the world's most prolific arms dealers. Bout's fingerprint can be seen in the supply of missiles and arms in violent wars in Afghanistan, Colombia, the Congo, and the overthrow of the Gaddafi government in Libya in 2011. Holy shit. Frankly, the fact that 0 0.7 grams of weed is considered equivalent is outrageous. Yeah, and there's a lot of people shouting out loud on an Instagram post that we have right now. And I don't blame them one bit. I expected people to be really upset about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're all happy she's home, but it's right. insane. That we're who we're trading for, for one what? person. They yeah. tried to get two people, but they refused. They tried to get the teacher with it. With no, the other, the other guy that was there for espionage. They talked about him a little later oh. in the article but they're trying to get her and him for this guy yeah and russia would not budge <coughs> they're being assholes cbs news reports that according to the former moscow ambassador john sullivan russian officials fixated on freeing bout or no deal was in order Bao was arrested by the u.s drug enforcement agency dea in thailand following a sting operation carried out by american agents in 2008 he was eventually convicted of conspiring to kill Americans and was sentenced to 25 years in prison about 10 years ago. Bao was most recently incarcerated at a federal prison in Marion, Illinois, before the release. Yeah. Free the prisoners, the other prisoners, as thousands of other cannabis prisoners in the U.S. and beyond await their own releases. Some celebrities pointed out the hypocrisy. So we have a slide with some of those tweets. And we have here, what is that? Spike. Who's that guy? Spike Cohen? I have it right here. Spike Cohen. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm glad that Brittany Griner is free from a Russian prison on cannabis charges. I'm angry that Biden hasn't lifted a finger to free any of the tens of thousands of Americans in American prisons on cannabis charges. Especially when his crime bill put them there. Mm -hmm. And then Elon Musk. Uh, gee, like we really want to hear from the peanut gallery. <laughs> but okay. Elon Musk tweeted, maybe free some people in jail for weed here too? Question mark. And he put that meme. meme of the guy with his uh, hands on his hips. People in jail for weed while the government trades a Russian war criminal to free a woman basketball player in jail for weed. Yeah, we and that meme was circulating uh, a couple of months ago when um when, when the story was you know restarting. when she was on trial and yeah, all that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I remember that. So U.S. officials attempted for several months to bring home both Griner and Paul Whelan, a Michigan man also locked up in Russia since December 2018 on espionage charges oh, that God, his family that. and the U.S. government both deny. Is that the guy we reported on? No, this is the guy you just mentioned. No, I, I now I don't remember the guy that we talked about's name. Uh, we've not forgotten about Paul Whelan. Biden said we'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. 
But it's important to keep in mind that Whelan's own family supports the release, despite still waiting for Paul's release. The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Ms. Griner home and make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for one that wasn't going to happen, Paul's brother David said in a statement. Last April, the U.S. traded Russian cocaine smuggler Konstantin Yaroshenko for American former prisoner Trevor Reed. Oh, so we're just playing, playing, playing swap it out? Swap them out. I mean, that's we're just playing swap. That's out the here. only leeway you have when they have your when they have our people. Yeah. Well, that's nuts. Uh, lots of people are are up in arms, talking about huh, up in arms, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're <laughs> oh shit, Lord of the War. This movie is based on the real life oh, guy, so the guy that's... that was that was released. So that's the Russian guy. There's a movie about him with this. He's played by Nicolas Cage. Oh, Nicolas wow. Cage. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Lord of Lord War. Lord of War. That's who we traded to get Griner. You know, That's and nuts. you know, I'm really happy she's home. But after this, I yeah. really hope. I hope she's. I hope she Biden comes back lets and, people go. But I hope she comes back and she advocates for that to happen. Because who better to have that leverage than to her? Yeah. Okay. She could speak out for all those people. Good it point. would be really fucked up if she were to be like, oh, guys, drugs are bad. Someone had made a comment. Oh, she's going to come back and talk about how drugs are bad. What? She no. better not fucking do that. She better come back and be like, no, we need to figure this out. But anyways. Here's yeah. a good story. Harlem gets New York's uh, Harlem gets New York State's first retail location for cannabis dispensary. <laughs> After much anticipation and concern about when New York would reveal its first locations for cannabis shops, the state authority overseeing the leasing of dispensaries has announced that the first site near historic Apollo Theater in Harlem. Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> Blaze it up at the Apollo. During the meeting on Monday of the Dormitory Authority of the State of New York, DASNY, President and CEO Reuben McDaniel III, rich dude. Reuben uh, McDaniel III. Where <laughs> they have like the third announced. The authority has signed its first, re- its first lease for a property located at 248 West 125th Street, McDaniel said. The authority hopes to sign more leases by year's end. I'm pleased to announce that last night we signed our first lease, he told the board. For those of you familiar with Harlem, you can stand at the Apollo and throw a baseball right across the street, McDaniel said. The design team had finished preliminary plans for the 128-square-foot space. That sounds small. And that construction would start soon <laughs> after DASNY approved okay, the final it, plan. It, <laughs> it might be the size of a closet, but then again, like that's New York for you. It's a dispensary too. They don't need to really take up much. Is more it space. just like a walk-up window? It might be. It might be like a little. It might be in the Circle K at the little bodega, <laughs> a little corner in the bodega. At the meeting, McDaniel did not say who would operate the dispensary. DASNY did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The announcement of the by the end of this year, where management issued permits known as conditional adult use retail dispensary licenses reserved for people who have been impacted by cannabis prohibition and nonprofit groups serving people with past cannabis-related arrests or incarceration. In October, government, Governor 
Kathy Hochul, said that 20 legal dispensaries would be open by the end of the year. (laughs) The the first Uh, one hasn't even opened yet. I know. We're like, uh, the end of the year is in a couple of days. It feels like it's a couple <laughs> like, of days. Jesus. A goal that looks unlikely due to all the loose ends, including securing locations for the dispensaries through the dormitory authority. Oh my goodness. Signing of the first lease, however, comes at a time when license, unlicensed cannabis vendors have become increasingly visible across New York City with a little more than three weeks left in the year. <laughs> While Albany legalized cannabis last year, hey, the C-A-U-R-D recipients will be the first business to operate dispensaries that are actually licensed. First of 150, the state's plan pairs the individual cord, cord, C-A-U-R-D, I'm going to call it cord, license holders with ready-to-go retail locations as well as access to loans, an important component in helping these businesses succeed because of the difficulties cannabis businesses have in securing loans through regular banking means. It is also an effort to ensure that the people who have been punished by old drug laws not only get a head start, but enough of a foothold that they don't get pushed out when bigger players enter the market. In order to pay for the build out of the dispensaries and help with the loans, the state created a $200 million social equity cannabis investment fund. DASNY awarded management of the fund to Social Equity Impact Ventures, LLC, a private venture team, including NBA star Chris Weber, former city, sorry, former city comptroller Bill Thompson and entrepreneur Lavetta Willis. The team is tasked with raising 150 million of the total amount from private investors. Despite that, the fund has yet to announce whether it has raised any money toward the funds. Syracuse.com reported that Weber and Willis had interest in cannabis brand cookies, a potential conflict, and that other ventures from the two had failed to produce results. Similar to liquor licenses, community boards will be able to give positive or negative recommendations for dispensaries within their district. While the Office of Cannabis Management is tasked with approving the licenses, the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act, MRTA, has a mechanism for community boards to weigh in on dispensaries in an advisory role. However, the MRTA states that for premises leased from government agencies, that provision does not apply, creating ambiguity over whether community boards have even an advisory role in considering the properties DAS and why there's so many acronyms is securing. The authority did not respond to questions about the role of the community. Manhattan Community Board 10 District Manager Shattuck Mitchell said on Wednesday he hadn't heard about the dispensary coming to the Central Harlem District before the city inquired about it. The city is the the news outlet we're reading. Okay. Kishan Warner, whose business received a cord license (laughs) to operate in Manhattan, said Wednesday that he has not heard from the state about where his dispensary will be located or about relevant regulations, such as the rules for deliveries, until he's able to open a storefront. I don't understand. Why would the state be, I mean, the city be telling him where his dispensary is going to be located? Wouldn't you need a location and then you, like, apply? Yeah, that's... I mean, but then again, too, it's kind of like the about West too, because people be saying, "Oh, here you go, you could go ahead and do business," but there's no real like rules that have been laid out yet. It's still kind of all new to everybody. You feel me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
you location you obviously have your desires said warner who owns with his wife a drugstore called the pharmacy in harlem most important to me is the effectiveness of the rollout he added if it is in harlem it would be great for harlem it's a moment in history so is it over or not <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's very open <laughs> It it's like, like hey, a, we got the first. Hey, we got the we first got one. The first well, one so in of, kind of the first one that's been approved. It's about to open. Baseball throw away from Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> I that was a. I used to watch that shit a lot back in the day. I mean, I think yeah, I, I think we all did. Yeah, we were little, but yeah. that show was that show was lit as fuck. What was that? I heard beeping. Oh, so this is the story you sent me. Yeah, uh, this is a story pod mom sent me. <laughs> I mean, look, listen, if y'all have a story you want us, like if you see something and go, oh, this would be great for pot smoking moms, hand it over. Yeah. Okay? Give it give it to us. You want to see our reaction to a story? Send it our way. Here we go. Here <laughs> it is. So here's uh, one that we're reacting to from one of our patrons. Company behind Death by Gummy Bears, marijuana edibles accused of selling products 50 times more powerful than allowed. 50 yeah. times! With a, with a name like Death by Gummy Bears. <laughs> For real! Something's about to happen. Okay, so the Minnesota, the Minnesota uh, Pharmaceutical Board filed a civil lawsuit this week alleging that a cannabis retailer sold edible products containing more than 50 times the state's legal limit for THC. The retailer, a business conglomerate called Northland Vapor, was specifically accused of violating Minnesota's edible cannabinoid laws with marijuana items marketed under its Death by Gummy Bears and Wonky Weeds product lines. Yeah, quality <laughs> stuff here, guys. Quality. <laughs> An ongoing investigation by the Minnesota Board of Pharmacy and U.S. Food and Drug Administration is examining complaints about the company's death by gummy bear edibles, including a report that suggests at least one person died. What? No. After consuming the products, according to the pharmaceutical board. Well, look, look, let's also. They literally died by the gummy bear? Well, this is the thing. Let's also. Okay, so. Did they have a. Although you can right, so although you cannot die from like an weed, overdose, but you can die from a set, another problem that you have that's exacerbated by weed. So like, did he? Yeah, maybe a heart attack. Or maybe something. that's oh that could be. God. That is very that's highly plausible. Died after consuming the products, according to the pharmaceutical board. The FDA has not determined whether adverse reactions reported by consumers were caused by the death by gummy bears edibles, but notes on its website that products containing Delta 8 THC, like these gummies, and it's Delta 8, yeah, have that, not yeah. been evaluated or approved by the FDA for safe use in any context. The pharmaceutical board and FDA raided the manufacturing warehouse in Moorhead, a western Minnesota city near the border with North Dakota at the beginning of November and allegedly found close to 150,000 packages of THC products whose drug contents were much more potent than the state allows. Products sold under Northland Vapor's death by gummy bears line were, were allegedly found to contain as much as 50 times Minnesota's legal limit of THC. That's the caption to this picture. The board, Minnesota Board of Pharmacy, the products which officials say match those advertised and sold on Northland's Vapors websites 
included roughly 28,896 packages of Death by Gummy Bears edibles that contained 100 milligrams of THC per serving and 2,500 milligrams overall. Wow. So each gummy was 100, 100 milligrams? milligrams. Holy. That's a lot for one. Yeah. And then it goes on to say the 2,500 milligrams. The in a wonky package. weeds edibles contain 30 milligrams of THC per serving and 300 milligrams per package. And uh, the THC syrup, which is the picture we are showing, right? It's containing 700 milligrams of THC per bottle. And listen, I always think they inflate the shit out of these things sometimes. That's why I usually say edibles coming from, you know, that if it's not a medical dispensary and there's no standard of quality to which that product has been held. If you see 600 milligrams, I don't like, I don't ever trust that, but that's still like, that's a lot of milligrams. Even if it's Delta eight, like that's still a lot. It is a lot. Northland Vapor allegedly failed to comply with investigators' requests for the results of mandatory testing procedures that screen cannabis products for tax toxic substances such as pesticides, heavy metals, and solvents, the Minnesota Pharmaceutical Board said. The lawsuit names Northland Vapor Moorhead LLC, Northland Vapor Bem, Bemidji LLC, and Wonky Confections LLC as defendants, all operated by Brad Erpelding. CBS Minnesota reached out to Brad by text message and he pointed to a statement from his attorney, which he said the company's attempted to work with the state to ensure compliance with the new law. Tyler Levington, the attorney, characterized a lawsuit as an aggressive tactic that's an effort to smear their reputation. There is no evidence of any harm arising from the proper use of Northland products. The state's effort to suggest otherwise are shameful. Levington said in a part, Northland is a small business committed to making a quality product and now must fight for its life against overzealous regulators in St. Paul looking to make a splash with their newly adopted law. Minnesota law places restrictions on how much THC manufacturers can put in their cannabis products. Any edible cannabinoid product sold in the state cannot contain more than 5 milligrams of THC per serving or 50 milligrams of THC per packaging. Whoa. In addition... A big yeah, difference. big difference. In addition to allegedly violating the terms of the state statute, I mean, it's a really low, but whatever. I, I, but I it's think per package, right? So at, it's like, yeah. at least it's per package, you know? If you want to add more, then you buy more. Mm -hmm. In addition to allegedly violating the terms of the state statute, Northland Vapors accused of marketing and selling products resembling characteristics of a fictional bear, as well as products that are modeled after gummy bear candies that are primarily consumed or marketed to children which goes against state laws prohibiting the sale of cannabis products that resemble cartoon-like characteristics of a real fictional personal animal or fruit that appeals to children. I mean, that's, that's basic. That's like standard packaging laws. Even around here, our packaging laws are very strict. Um, what was I going to say? I was confused. Uh, it, I just feel like they should all have the symbol on it. If they can, or just oh the THC symbol, yeah, but still, like even if it's, I mean, like I here get they're it, all I, they can't really be colored. Right? Oh, just, here is nothing. Here it's white packaging. Nothing has. No, anything. I'm talking about the actual gummy themselves. They're usually the gummies themselves have to have the THC mark stamped on them. No, not all of them have that. 
I mean, the ones that I've had, all the ones that I've had recently. I don't think the ones that truly have I've had from two. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, the, I'm pretty sure the gummies, the True Leaf gummies have THC uh, stamped on them. On each individual gummy? On each individual gummy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't eat edibles, so. I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. The last two dispensaries I've had gummies from have the THC stamped on them. Yeah, so if I it's could, like I out could. of the package, it still has it like on the yeah. fucking gummy. But like, even on the packaging, on the outside of the packaging, like you cannot have nothing on it. And you'll see a lot of times people, uh, uh, I don't know, legacy vendors will, will have like gummy rope and they'll use the exact nerd rope, yeah. nerd rope picture on the packaging. And like, even though it says THC on there, real quickly, you can grab that and it's not like, you know, like you can look at it and you think it's it's freaking nerd rope. So I understand the concept of like trying to have some sort of packaging rules. Yeah. Well, uh, they, they, first of all, there's licensing issues. They're like taking the branding of these big companies and like weedifying it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So investigators say Northland Vapors wonky weeds. What we, we, yeah. Uh, as consumers navigate the market, they should be aware of the amount of THC in each serving, said Jill Phillips, executive director of the Minnesota Pharmaceutical Board, in a statement. Only products containing five milligrams or less per serving and 50 milligrams per package are permitted to be sold under the statute. These companies far exceeded those limits and did so in a type of product historically marketed to children. The Minnesota Pharmaceutical Board civil lawsuit seeks a court order mandating the con condemnation and destruction of adulterated edible cannabinoid products sold by Northland Vapor and requiring the company to manufacture and sell products that comply with state restrictions on THC. The board is advising people to avoid products sold under the company's death by gummy bears and wonky weeds brands and said anyone who experiences adverse health symptoms after consuming these products should call their local poison control center immediately. They in trouble. Yeah. How about don't, don't, don't die by gummy bears, huh? I, I just don't understand like why it needs to be so high and this is all delta eight so i feel like people are like oh, like diet weed so yeah more. so you need more probably yeah yeah and uh, like delta eight is not regulated like that i mean minnesota right. must have added their statutes to it recently now. probably yeah. but yeah it's like wild wild west for the delta eight stuff too so that's crazy yeah i mean you know it needs to be it needs to be managed. People need to look after these things. I wouldn't need anything that I don't even bother anymore. <laughs> oh, but you don't do edibles. Exactly. So All right. So now it's time for everyone's favorite segment and my favorite intro. Locally. All right. <laughs> it's Art Basel, guys. And apparently, Legal Weed is the art world's fabulous new patron. Americans spend $60 billion a year on weed. So what do the people growing the sixth biggest cash cop in the country spend their money on? Functional and decorative art, of course. Of course. The art world's major annual Art Basel Miami Beach turned 20 this year. Galleries from five continents and countless U.S. collectives 
flocked to medically legal Florida for three days, transforming the city into a place where ATMs rank you by wealth. I saw that. I you saw that? I can't believe people were doing that. And bananas taped to walls sell for $120,000. You remember the banana? Cannabis makes fine art even finer, of course, and weed money has long helped pay artists' bills. Legalization and normalization uh, just supercharges it. Gawk at these pics from cannabis-themed events at the 20th Annual Art Basel. So we have a couple pictures. Yeah, like some of these rigs, some of these dab rigs that are are, bl- are glass blown and whatnot, man, those things will be in the thousands, yo. People will be paying yeah. straight up thousands of dollars for some of these things. So these are some of the events that happened during Basel. So there was Terp Basel. Oh. Year number one morphed a skate park into a smoker's paradise for three days celebrating art and cannabis culture sponsored by West Coast brands like Alien Labs, Tefogs, Jelly Wizard, Humboldt Terp Council, and Preferred Gardens. A blunt rolling competition, paint walls, and performances by Smoke DZA and Currency lit up the park. More and cannabis markets across the country have begun networking, and Terp Basil allowed California brands to show love for artistic creativity. Terp Basil? I wish I would have That was cool. Like, how do... I only knew about Dab Day. Yeah, and I about, only knew about Dab Day. I didn't Day. see this Terp Basil. Um, we gotta look at. Look, we gotta get on that radar. For we next were so year. busy that day. We did so yeah, much that day. Wanted Basel, to go so bad. Basil was so packed with people. I feel like the older I get, the less I want to be around people, and so that's one of the reasons we didn't get to go to Dab Day. Is yeah, because I was just like, there's gonna be too many people out there anyway. So that was on Thursday, December first. Was uh. The oh, the basil. skateboard! At the it was at park? the same place where yeah, um, where uh, rolling with the homies, yeah, what and pretty is, high club did their thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. And then there was Dab Day Art Basel, which is we knew about that yeah, event. Seventh and Dab that was on Saturday. The landscape of a whole city block became Dab Day, a festival creating Florida medical cannabis culture. This is where the crowd took a minute to. Revive those creative juices with live painting, brand booths, music performances, a free arcade, and on-site glass bowing. Miami shop Casa de Cristal curated glass basil at Dab Day. Well-known sponsors like Puffco, LPP, Gold Leaf, and Glob Mobs joined in on the artistic memorable night. So they had a glass basil there, and they had... We're going to have to check out this Casa de Cristal shop. Yeah, for real. Check that out. Um, and then there was another event, Men's Pipe Show. I forgot to color code this. You want to do this one? Art Basel hosted the second year of the Men's Pipe Show, which included highly worked boros. Oh, my God. <laughs> borosilicate glass marbles that, up. that fetch thousands of dollars. It helps to be extra baked when you're collecting rare designer marbles. Yeah, you know, I would drop it. Uh, Art Basel hosted the second year of the Men's Pipe Show, which included high. Oh, I did. I, I said that already. The free, the free three day Men's Basel showcased more than 20 artists like Haps, <laughs> Bubba's Face. Mike Gong, I heard whatever happens in your throat there. And Jay <laughs> Felglass. That's happened to me too. I, there were so I many heard, pictures that I didn't put in here, but there's like really on this article pictures of all these artists. Yeah, glass. there's so much. I mean, I saw some of the pictures you were trying to throw up there. There's like a lot. Look at that though. <laughs> that little marble. 
those you can smoke marbles. out of that no those are just the marbles oh, okay but these are there there was more pictures of the pieces by these artists a last oh our last prisoner also had a pop-up showcase there too correct so artist brother bob did 14 years in federal prison for weed his vibrant prison works fuse slices of collected images into rich pop art mosaics using nail clippers and prison toothpaste artwork by brother bob took center stage at the last prisoner project pop-up at art basil visitors also had the chance to meet the artists and experience book signings by billy deckel and former race car driver randy lanier both authors who each served over 25 years on cannabis charges. Art Basel Miami is still very much the art world's party, but cannabis is the hottie on the guest list. <laughs> who knows? Next year, we might see a $10,000 nug of sour diesel taped to the wall or an, an interactive exhibit where you walk through a fake pot field with, with piped in sights and sounds. This article is cool, and they had some really cool um, pictures of all the things all that happen that things well hopefully next year we'll basil. get to set up shop and do some uh weed basling <laughs> uh hopefully we'll do that and we'll invite you guys with us yeah people come from all over the fucking world for art basil for art basil and we're I, right I, here. hey man it's i like, used to go to so many art basil events back in the day even even at the convention where we would go see all those crazy crazy uh installation pieces like the atm machine <laughs> So it's it's lots of fun. And you get to see so many weird people out there because people are very eccentric. Okay, our, our, our Basil. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for making it uh, this long into the show. We want to uh, give a big thanks to our sponsors, Chiba Hut and Liberty Health Sciences. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. And yeah, you guys right there. Thank you very much. Awesome. Uh, also want to do a special uh, shout out and thank you, of course, and always to our patrons who we love so dearly. Patrons like Yanni, Destiny, Lauren, Jesse, Christy, Denise, Peaches, Meredith, Natalie, Angelina, Jenny, Catherine, Jay, Christy, Guillermo, Diane, and Gabby. Hey, you two can have all the attention by becoming one of our patrons. Please do that. Go to our uh, potsmokingmoms.com. You could find our link there to become a patron. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share our content. Possmokingmoms.com. See you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the fucking hands. Hit it. <laughs>